This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the controls is our audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the podcast that will change your life. As always, you can find us at mx3.vip, or you can email us at info at mx3.vip. Once again, we're on location in Fort Lauderdale, Florida with the Family Office Club and our end-of-the-year Super Summit. We have a special guest with us today, Azur Erickson. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming, and we, we're we very excited about you being here because you're from our neck of the woods in Dallas, Texas, and you are the head of a company called Ignite Investments. That's correct. Would you tell us about Ignite Investments? Like, when did the company start? Sure. So... Ignite is owned by a company called Encore Enterprises, which has been in the commercial real estate business for about 25 years. Prior to 2020, our team at Ignite sat underneath Encore Enterprises. And then in 2020, we became our own entity, investor-facing entity. So any outside capital we raise for commercial real estate is done so through Ignite. Okay. Your focus right now through Ignite is multifamily? We do a lot of multifamily development. We do some hotel development and acquisition as well. I was looking at some of your projects uh, of different places, such as Phoenix and Fort Myers. Th- those are actually projects that you're building, correct? You build from the, st- from the ground up. That's correct. You go in, Ignite buys that property, puts the, puts the development together, and then puts all of your partners together to go out and put that project. I'll add a little bit of clarity. Please do. So Ignite, um, if we use an industry term, kind of syndicates the offering for Encore. So our parent company, Encore Enterprises, has verticals in multifamily. They have Encore Multifamily, Encore Hospitality, Encore Commercial, Encore Restaurants, etc. So if one of our um, sector presidents comes to me and says they'd like to do a deal in Fort Myers, Florida, for example, the multifamily division will tell us how much equity they need for the deal. And then Ignite will go out and raise that money from our high net worth investor base. Okay. Which if any of our listening audience would like to be participating in those kind of projects, how would they, would they contact you directly? Certainly can connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, we have c- contact forms on our website and those emails all come directly to me. Um, we take a very personal approach with our investors, our prospective investors. So that would be a very easy way to get in touch. What is the website? Igniteinvestments.com. Igniteinvestments.com. It appears from me looking at your background that you have been involved in real estate for several years. I have. I was on the public equity market side for about a little over 10 years and then made the move into the private markets. And then you had told me that you used to manage properties in Colorado. I worked for a Vail Resorts management company. So like with, with that project or with, with working with the Vail properties, did you rent properties or did you sell properties? I was on the rental side. So to the extent um, the way Vail Resorts is structured, if there's homeowners that want to rent into the rental pool for vacations, <clears throat> they can go through Vail Resorts management company. So we worked with the homeowners as well as the rentals. The, the reason I, I bring it up with Ignite being a fairly new branch of, of Encore, you're the head of that company and the listening audience always likes to know that you have an extensive background and, and what your focus is. So we mentioned about Fort Myers, we mentioned about Phoenix. You guys develop anywhere in the U.S. domestic or all over the world? U.S. Just U.S. And on multifamily specifically, we primarily focus on the Sunbelt. Is, is everything uh, brand new or do you go in and 
buy existing properties? We work with some co-GP partners, other partners in the industry on the acquisition side, but our primary focus, the bread and butter of what we do is on the development, multifamily development. Okay. Someone wants to come along and be a part of your projects. You're raising capital. You're looking for investors and to, to come along with you. What kind of capital would they need? Our minimum investment's typically $100,000. We certainly have um, average investment greater than that. Uh, we have a lot, about 64% of our investors are repeat investors, so they typically write bigger and bigger checks over time. But we, part of our foundation is ensuring access to high-quality private investments to investors. So we like to make it somewhat accessible with the $100,000 minimum. And just like with a lot of the, the players that come to Family Office Cub and come to the Super Summits, you're here trying to raise capital or the couple of projects that we talked about a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, the Family Office Club, for the first time in their history since 2007, had an all-ladies panel. You were a part of that. Was. What? What is your thoughts on the fact that it was an all-ladies panel? You know, I have mixed thoughts on it. I think it's, of course, an honor to have been asked to sit on that panel. I think that the ultimate goal is to have women's participation across the board so that we're all sitting at the same table and having conversations and learnings from one another. I think it's great to highlight the success of women and organizations led by women. Um, but ultimately, I think we want to have uh, mixed panels so we can all learn from one another. Well, that is ironically in our discussions, that's what we talked about. And, and off the air, I told you that in our businesses, uh, that we have, we have a lot of females that, that participate. The strongest person I have ever known is my mother and, and took a lot of, of knowledge and strength and hard work from her. So she had a lot of influence over me growing up. And I have talked to some of the ladies in our, well, I've talked to all the ladies in our organization. Do you still feel that you have to work a little bit harder to do the same thing that the male does? I think it's certainly organizational dependent or contextually dependent. I do think there are situations where, and maybe it's my personal work ethic that, you know, I want to show up fully prepared. So maybe I prepare more than other counterparts. But I think there are situations where you have to prove it a little bit more before you get to have uh, these other conversations that maybe some gentlemen have had a little sooner. Okay. And I would think that that's that's fair and and very correct. Coming from my background, as you and I said here right now, I I look at you 100% as an equal, just like what you just said. All the ladies that I have done business with typically are the most prepared person at at the table. Maybe they are, on an average, a little more prepared than what is the male. When there's a female at the table... I know that she's going to have her stuff together. Would you agree to that? I like to think so. Okay. Well, I believe that. And as I have said in my 32 years of business, the best partner that I have ever had and still have in business is a female. And I know 100% that I can count on her to do whatever it is that we talk about. And she's going to fulfill that and, and take that to the nth degree. You don't always see that in, in men, but the best panels that I have listened to with the summits and the family office club have been mixed. And I've never seen that 
the ladies in the room with with Family Office Club are looked at in a different way. And you were up there and you were put in a, in a high profile situation where I thought everybody in the room respected everything that was going on. But still, you like to get that point of view from someone who has participated. And thank you for your comments when it comes to that. Back on Ignite Investments. Can I come back to your question on Family Office Club? Love to. Love to. I just I think it's worth noting that um, this has been a great event for us. And there's a lot of quality conversations that happen here. So when we're talking about male, female, whomever, there's a lot of high quality attendees and the conversations have been great. So never in this environment or um, I work for a great company now. My all of my background is for good people. And I think um, being able to work in environments or come to events like this where there's just generally respect for professionalism and education and knowledge, it's just ultimately very beneficial. So I did just want to kind of round that out. Well, and thank you for saying that, too. And just like when I'm at these summits or, or, I, or I'm in a business meeting in, in Texas or Oklahoma or wherever, I never think I sure hope the female is comfortable. I always assume that she is because I look at her, her as an equal. And, and, but maybe that's just my naive of thinking. Uh, I, I hope that everybody else thinks that way, but maybe they don't. So I we'll guess. never really know. <laughs> who knows? Who that's knows? Right. But thank you for continuing on that conversation. Now, back to your company uh, that, that you're the head of and that which you go out and raise money on a regular basis. You guys have raised a lot of money on the average. What do you do on an, on a, on an annual basis? It's really deal flow dependent, uh, but typically we'll raise anywhere between 50 to 75 million in equity a year. The reason I also bring that up is because we're always trying to educate our, our audience and I don't want them to think that this is a hundred thousand dollar play. Mm-hmm. It is a million dollar play. It's a play of whatever you want it to be. Well, you guys, exactly right. you, you guys can accommodate whatever it is. And somebody shows up with $50 million and it only needs so much to do this project. You're going to find them another one. Well, that's right. And we really always part of the education process with our investors. Now, if they're writing a $50 million check, they probably don't need a lot of education on diversification. But we we never want an investor to show up to do one deal. We want somebody who's looking to have a diversified portfolio, which is good for them and it's good for us because no deal ever, especially on development. Um, Our founder always says it's not for the faint of heart. And that's true. You never know what's going to come up on development. Now, we underwrite prudently. We have conservative numbers. But um, we want investors who want to be in a partnership with us long term. Sure. So whether it's $100,000 or $5 million, there's a place for that. Well, and Family Office Club is, is a great place for that because their number one motto is relationships. That's right. And that's what you're doing here. You're, you're looking for someone that's going to be with 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 you for the rest of the time of, that they're in the business. But And there's also, you think, well, the, the 25 to $50 million player. Or for that matter, even the $100,000 player, they have the wherewithal to go do it on their own. And that's not always the case. They have the money, but they don't have the knowledge, which is something we talk about on a large scale here at Money Motivation and Mike. They don't have the knowledge or the time for sure the experience. So that's where someone like yourself comes into play. That's right. You know, it's interesting. We will... I'll talk to investors who have done it themselves. They've been the GP. They had control of the project and decided maybe I'll take a little less on the return side to be passive, to be a passive investor. Still gain the access to the real estate markets or the private deals, direct access. Um, 
but not have to take all the liability and the risk as much risk. Absolutely. As we wrap up this episode and, and the information that you have brought to the table has been phenomenal, uh, not, not only with uh, your investments and the opportunities that you have for the, the player out there that wants to get involved, also the part that we've talked about with, uh, with females in the business world. And it's been a very informative time for me during this summit just because of that factor. But back on Ignite Investments, as, as we call this one to a close, do you have any final comments? Uh, well, first and foremost, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. But I think um, as we speak to your audience, it's just most important when you are evaluating potential investment opportunities to look at that experience in the background that you mentioned. There's a lot of players, particularly in the multifamily space, that jumped in the game in the last five, 10 years or so. And it's been a really good ride. I think 2023 will be a very interesting time um, across. That's right multiple asset classes, but multifamily in particular, just based on valuations the last few years. So, you know, Ignite prides itself on our transparent communications, our data-heavy investor reports, um, and our ongoing communication with our investors. And I just think as your audience is looking for opportunities, make sure and take the time to diligence, not only um, the sponsor, but the people you're gonna be working with on an ongoing basis for that investment. Great, great advice. That's exactly right. And as, as we always talk about, and we've said before, information is, uh, at the end of the day, the biggest commodity in the world. It's not money. Information makes the money. All you can do with money is spend it. And if you don't know how to make it, you're not going to have enough of it. Uh, but here we are, another opportunity. Azur Erickson, thank you very much for being on the show. We look forward to staying in touch with you. As we say, we're only a few miles away from each other. going to have you on our, our, our YouTube podcast uh, combo sometime in the near future, catch back up with you, see how your projects are going, see how we can come along and, and maybe assist you as well. For the listening audience, once again, here is an opportunity for for you to go out and make some money. And maybe the deal that you're looking at now doesn't have all the information that the deal that you could be looking at tomorrow. you got to go out and do the information. And here's another opportunity that we bring your way. From Money Motivation and Mike, until next time, live your life the right way. <laughs>